From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, March 22nd. I'm David Barron. The overhaul of America's healthcare system heralds a new era in the U.S. in the eyes of the world. It does represent a shift to recognizing that healthcare is human right, that nobody should go without it. Also, U.S. troops in Iraq try to get Kurds, Turkmen, Christians, and Arab Sunnis to work together. That takes some doing. Half a million Sandhill Cranes stop over in Nebraska. They're a bit noisy. And an Israeli band in the U.S. tries to avoid political controversy. Good luck with that. Now this news. BBC News with Marion Marshall. The American Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton, has told Israel that it faces tough choices if it's to achieve peace with the Palestinians. Speaking after a public row over planned Israeli settlements in occupied territory, Mrs Clinton said they undermined America's role in the peace process. She added that the status quo was unsustainable. These proximity talks are a hopeful first step, and they should be serious and substantive. But ultimately, of course, it will take direct negotiations between the parties to work through all the issues and end the conflict. The United States stands ready to play an active and sustained role in these talks and to support the parties as they work to resolve permanent status issues, including security, borders, refugees, and Jerusalem. President Hamid Karzai has held peace talks with a delegation from Afghanistan's second biggest militant group, Hezbi Islami. Mr Karzai's spokesman said he had yet to respond to a tentative peace plan offered at the talks two days ago. Negotiations with insurgents such as Hezbi Islami are viewed as essential to finding peace in Afghanistan. Quentin Somerville reports. The two sides have been in contact before, but this is the highest profile meeting yet, significantly taking place in the capital city, Kabul. There is a growing recognition, both within Afghanistan and from its foreign partners, that insurgents have to be a part of any peace settlement and that the ongoing military operation alone won't be enough to bring peace to the country. President Karzai is expected to hold a peace jirga, a gathering of tribal leaders, sometime next month. The international body that regulates trade in endangered species has rejected requests by Tanzania and Zambia to change the protected status of African elephants so their ivory can be sold. The United Nations Convention also refused Tanzania permission to sell a stockpile of 90 tonnes of ivory. Adam Minot reports from Doha, where the meeting was held. In lengthy and occasionally spirited debates, moves by the two African countries to change the protected status of elephants were defeated. The two African countries wanted to use the proceeds of a sale to improve conservation. But opponents, led by 23 other African countries and environmental groups, argued that the legal sale of ivory serves mainly to encourage a market in elephant tusks. And this, in turn, leads to poaching, which has been on the increase in Africa in the past five to ten years. A United Nations report to mark World Water Day says dirty water is killing more people than all forms of violence, including war. Two million tonnes of waste is discharged daily into rivers and seas, spreading disease and damaging ecosystems. The dirty water is described as a cocktail of fertilisers, sewage, industrial and agricultural waste. The UN report suggests solutions. BBC News. 
A health program has begun in South Africa to improve the fitness of police officers. About 200 police trainees launched the drive by performing a set of exercises in Pretoria. A recent study found that more than half the police in the city of Port Elizabeth were medically obese, raising doubts about their ability to protect football fans during the World Cup finals in South Africa in June and July. The country has one of the highest rates of violent crime in the world. South African Police Commissioner Becky Taylor. Even when police, you can see them here at the college, they are slim, firm and fit. But as soon as they leave the college, it becomes a problem. We want to maintain those bodies until people go out of service. Because you are not going to only fit physically, your mind is going to be very fit. And that makes our officers much sharper. The French president, Nicolas Sarkozy, has sacked his Labour minister, Xavier Darko.